Welcome to From the Bone Vault, coming to you live from Below Midnight Lair. I'm Gil. And I'm Levi. And I'm Justin. And tonight, we're back with Season 3! Cue the audience applause. Yes, yes, we're back, folks. We're back, we're back. Uh, As promised, at the end of Season 2, we are back with one of the... I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Worst films I have ever Worst seen. Films I've ever it's seen. so bad. Leprechaun. Holy shit, guys. Oh, my. What's funny is it's it's bad, but it's also competently made. So it gets I to know. like a weird degree yeah. of like, I, agree. I don't understand why this worked as well yeah. as it did. I, I, but it does for I'm some reason. I'm baffled. It, it's like this bumblebee in flight. So uh, and you can see some of Jennifer Aniston's like acting chops here, which is you know I don't think they're the best, but I think that there's no. she's doing a pretty good they're job. They're good for this movie. Her, sure. It was her first. Yeah, her first film role. Uh, it, it, I, I just, wow, I can't, I can't, guys. It's just it's, this movie like, is like I'm so torn because I'm right there with it's you. It's shocking. It, it's shocking is not her only film role, honestly, because it's such a bad film. But at the same time, <laughs> she's she's. This is 1993. She looks really good. Like, this is the best she's ever yeah. looked. And I think it's not really her age. It's more the hair and just her makeup. Like, she looks really pretty and young and, like, like I don't know. I never did really like Rachel, how she looked in uh, Friends. I don't really like Friends, though. Like, I, oh, I we're going to get hate mail about that one. I don't really care. Oh well. um, <laughs> before I forget, though, because we were doing this all last season with the Star Trek thing, I have three for this movie. Oh, three different Star Trek. You have things. three? Oh, light I have up. something well, after that that's pretty. The funny thing is that the casting. Well, we didn't go through the cast, but the cast is really, uh, really, 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 really short. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Warwick Davis is the Leprechaun. What? Tori Redding is played by uh, Jennifer Aniston. Right. Um, Nathan Murphy is played by Ken Oladant. Ozzy was played by Mark Holton. Alex is played by Robert Gorman. Uh, you said Ozzy's in something else, Levi? Yeah, he was uh, the dude that stole Pee-wee's bike in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Francis! <laughs> Francis? Yeah, that's right. J.D. Redding, who is never seen again, is played by John Sanderford. <laughs> and uh, Dan O'Grady is played by Shay Duffin. And so the three I had were Ken Oladant was in an episode of uh, TNG the year after this called Bloodlines, where he played someone named Jason Vigo. Uh, Mark Holton is in an episode of Deep Space Nine called Nor- Nor the Battle to the Strong, and Shay Duffin is in an episode of Next Generation called Sub Rosa. So there's damned. three different wow, ones. Nailed awesome. it. Now, just I guess maybe this is in, in the beginning of season three where we bring this out. I want to make sure the audience understands we're not like some like closet super trekkies or anything. We just found a thing and stuck with it, guys. <laughs> we just we just it's a it's a through line that we found and went screw it. It's off. This is fun. <laughs> A couple of other factoids we'll throw out there that'll get the rage induction starting. Uh, movie was made for a million. They had a million dollar budget. These sons of bitches made $8.6 million off this film. I know. <laughs> Guys, they made their money back and then some on this piece yeah. of shit film. Are you kidding me? It was literally, literally the first movie to come out in 1993. The really? first film of the year. I think it was wow. January 8th, if I'm reading right, when it was released. Uh, yeah, Which January 8th. I am, I'm losing my mind right now. I'm who, losing who my mind. Who releases the movie on, in fucking January? These like, guys, because the they didn't expect it. They, didn't, they expected to waste a million dollars uh, putting Warwick Davis in a <laughs> dumbass costume. 
Oh my <laughs> God. I wanted to like this movie. I did guys. I wanted to come in going, okay, it's a fun and silly horror flick. I've watched these before. I like Freddy Krueger for its its humor and what it tries to do. Robert England is funny with that product. Even as it went, when it when the Nightmare on Elm Street property went from very dark with some sinister humor elements to the way Freddy killed people to really almost slapstick, I was still in. It was still entertaining. This is not. It is not funny. Yeah, I, I actually almost I fell know. asleep during this movie. Um, yeah. It did have sort of a, a boringness to it, but th- there were some things I just had to laugh at. Um, one particular point was the scene with the, I guess, coin shop owner when he starts pogoing on his chest and it's huh. it's obviously wouldn't hurt him. Like, he, he wouldn't have hurt that guy. That guy could have just swatted him off his chest and he kept I mean, bouncing up and down and talking about There's so many moments of, like, you're like, what is the leprechaun's powers? Or like, how oh, is there is he? no or... consistency to it. There's absolutely no consistency. <laughs> there's times where he, he like reaches he, through and grabs people and like will th- mm-hmm. will throw people. And then there's he others where he's like, the floor ah. of a house. Yeah, he materialized in front of Jennifer Aniston or behind the car. He, oh, he yeah. when he's chasing her, he can't catch her. Did, was that just <laughs> he's he like? Can, he, oh, I know why. Teleport. I know why. He wanted to stare at her butt in those pants. That's what it is. That's yeah, why. Was there's also a um, there's a scene where he like drives a little mini car oh out of the god. and he oh hits god. the side of a truck and it just rolls over. Exactly. Like, it completely yeah, he smashed the truck. Yeah, but they can was... but they can come in, pick him up by his jacket, and chuck him. <laughs> right. I, there's no. Con- I, I really feel like they 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 played Calvin Ball with this film while they were making it. They're <laughs> right. like Warwick's going Just change the rules. Yeah, like Warwick had to have been saying like, "Well, can I do this?" And they're like, "Why the fuck not?" Yes, sir. Can I pull a unicorn out of my ass and stab someone with it? Sure, Warwick. Why not? Can I make a re- like all of the bad one-liners? Like all of them. <laughs> But you know what? We we talked about it just before recording, but I remembered a lot more rhyming. I think it was because of the subsequent movies, but yeah. there wasn't as much rhyming in this movie as I remembered. Well, and this I think is played for seriousness, confused. mostly, but there is some weird shit happening. Like, there's a lot more fucking shoe repair and shoe work. Oh, my God. They, they distract him by sh- throwing the box of shoes at him. That was friggin' hilarious. Yeah. Like the fucking Dracula and you just throw <laughs> beans everywhere he has to count them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, see, and that's what I, I didn't, the whole idea of uh, them going, he, like he kept yelling, it's a leprechaun, it's a leprechaun. And they kept telling him no. <laughs> that That's fine. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. But then they fucking saw the thing. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. what is her deal with denying that it's a leprechaun? Like, it's clearly like, if it if it's not a leprechaun, it's, it's a midget dressed like talking. one. And mm-hmm. she just called a leprechaun. It's, and they have fucking lucky charms. This isn't some world where they don't exist. The motherfucker eats him in the movie. No, no, no. There's a story behind that. If what I read on IMDb is true, Lucky Charms <laughs> agreed to be a part of the film. And when they saw that scene with Lucky Charms, he spits out the Lucky Charms. They didn't like it, so they pulled from the movie. So the the box you see is actually like a, a fake mock-up that looks like Lucky Charms. Oh. And after that, they went back, supposedly, and shot the line where the kid says, Fuck you, Lucky Charms. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. As a dig oh, to the co- really? to Lucky Charms. Yeah, Because that was my absolute favorite part of the film was the one line I know, the kid delivered. I know, it made it better. <laughs> right. I that agree. redeemed the, like... My ability to sit there and watch this entire movie, like going, oh my God, this is an hour and a half. Well, well 
the kid is the kid is like pretty obnoxious and i'm pretty sure he's like gonna be a school shooter later in life like he's talking about like all this stuff he's gonna do with (laughs) guns and well he keeps um, making fun of ozzy the little prick well, like, well, we'll get your I brain like, fixed so you can be normal. Like, fuck you, kid. Oh, that whole. I was very confused by Ozzy. I thought they meant for Ozzy to be a fucking child. Like, they kept saying he was. Because, like, 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 Nathan goes, they're just kids. I'm like, Ozzy is, like, a grown man. <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm, I like, think clearly. he's supposed to be slow, like, uh, yeah. like that dude in Of Mice and Mitt, Lenny. Lenny, yeah. Name? I was going to say, they, they went like for. Lenny. They shot for Lenny on this, but I really think they missed the mark. I, I just think yeah. he's, like. Like the whole man child thing, you've either got to, <laughs> I'm going to borrow from another movie. Oh my gosh. I mean, so you know what I'm going to say. Simple Jack. <laughs> it's Simple Jack. You never she's go, simple you, Jack. you either go full retard or you don't. I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? It's like you, you really got to lean into it because if not, yeah. he comes across as just not just stupid, but like not well done. You know, that's that's yeah, a, that's right. that's what every actor felt like that's in this movie is is they weren't finished. The the male hero, the 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 lead, mm. you didn't get any sense of like, why is your little brother here? Where are your parents? <laughs> Do you live nearby? Were you guys orphans? Um, well, are they brothers? Because even in the credits, they don't list Alex's last name, but they list his. And so I'm like, well, well is did he brothers? did he adopt him? Did he adopt both of them because his parents were parents killed in a horrible at? fire? Whatever, give me something, film. You well, know? his 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 truck said what three men painters or something. So he needed two other males to be a part of the business. So he just, so he he just, just went three guys. He just went took two guys. <laughs> He just right. went no, it says three guys that paint. Like you, you gave it to him. Thought it says three guys that paint. Like <laughs> right. it was like a placeholder truck name they put on there. Oh man! <laughs> and they were the shittiest painters ever. They did you see were. what they did? The, the truck side is of that house covered in paint. They Jesus really Christ! Were. They were so bad. It's <laughs> like you spent half the day out there and you painted like this two by two foot square of the house. Well, and they then spent most Jennifer of their Aniston day gawking at Jennifer Aniston. I know. Well, and then, I would yeah, have too. That's true. I'm going to be honest. And then they. I did want to watch this movie the first time. Right, sixteen or seventeen. Well, that a, but that's the thing. Like, what was her cell phone too? Yeah, exactly. Her flip yeah. phone was pretty awesome, right? And that was like pretty funny. Shiny to see red, right? Well, I was just thinking. I was like, man, the, for once it, they put the cell phone in the movie, and that's usually the thing that if they had, it would make everything so much easier. But then you know, it it this battery dies, and you're like, oh, okay. It's well, that, that they they thing. at least gave it that. Like they gave it enough time to where the bat the the phone battery could have died right. because it was literally into the late late evening, like late night actually, before they picked it back up and tried to use it. I I get that there was some continuity mm-hmm. there. Um, the moment where I thought I was gonna have to give up in this movie was when they, <laughs> they made the phone call to mm-hmm. uh, the cops, and he said the stupid shit on the phone, and she goes back inside with all of them. After getting him out of the bear trap, and I thought to myself, if the first action they take is not remaking that phone call, then I'm gonna fucking cut this movie off. But luckily, she did try to do it, but the power went out right after that, so she right. couldn't. Right. Oh, his whole thing of like, I called, I called him, I called for the Marines and everybody. And she was like, "Did God. you say Leprechaun on the phone?" Yes. <laughs> Shit. You said they were like a bunch of a bunch of black people are here. <laughs> we'll be out there soon, sir. <laughs> well, wait, full stop, full stop. No black people in this film. Wrong. The they cop is it. black. Which cop? The cop. The cop who answers the in phone the in that scene we're talking about yeah. is a black guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're right. All they right. were saving it for the sequel, Gil. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. There's a whole no. <laughs> wait, the hood full, new, full wait rule for the remainder of this discussion. We cannot mm-hmm. bring up, other than what I'm about to say, Leprechaun in the Hood, because I will lose my shit. I will lose <laughs> my shit. Why are you losing shit? I hate that movie. 
You do? I hate that movie. Ugh. We'll talk about that another time. We will do that. Okay, guys, we'll make this you make this promise. We did Leprechaun. If 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 uh uh <laughs> I, we will do Leprechaun in the hood before it's it's all said and done. I I'll Possibly. make that promise. No, I'll make that promise Maybe. because I, now I want to hear Justin's commentary on that film. I absolutely have to hear it now. I'll um, only do it if you can bring PJ back for it. Done. I'm not doing that alone. Done. Done. <laughs> Let me ask you this though. What did you guys shifting gears a bit? What did you guys think of the dad? Oh, uh, he's never, he's not really there. Why well, not? First off, yeah. I thought that was her boyfriend at first. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the first 10 minutes of this movie was like 90% ADR for Jennifer Aniston. Like, when we say ADR, for we mean like they, re- they record their lines over again and yeah. then play them over the scene. Because, like, they're in a car and you can tell there's no wind blowing. And then they get out and she's walking into the house and her back's to the camera and she's just rambling on. She turns around and all the lines stop. And she turns back around and starts mm. rambling on again. I was like, that's <laughs> Yeah. But w- there were a lot of lines, especially the... Uh- I don't know the the lead man. I guess the guy with the long hair, the painter Nathan. Nathan. A lot of his were eighty art as well. Yeah, because he's mm. not a very good actor. He's not. <laughs> he's been oh. he's been in a lot of stuff. Like I looked him up, and I, I want to say other than Aniston, he's probably the most I, like I out there say actor. He actually was like a lead in a show. Uh, at that. one point, I think. I mean, that sounds accurate. He's been in a ton of just TV shit. I mean, just a a he, ton. He looks like someone just like wanted Kevin Bacon. They're like, this is kind of <laughs> like a Kevin Bacon type. And now discount Kevin Bacon. <laughs> well, I want to since we're talking about TV and other things not related to this movie. Sure. I wanted to talk a little bit about the director slash writer, and he went on to write, which I've never seen, uh, Rumble Still Stands. Son of a bitch! I didn't know he yeah. wrote the film. I thought he was just the director. Now I'm even more angry. Mm-hmm. He wrote he all. He directed, wrote every, directed and written by at the same time. Uh, I think. I'm so mad now. He wrote all four of these movies. Oh, he's like a Tommy Wiseau type. He wrote and directed. I don't know. I think he. I don't think he wrote the sequels. I think they were written by someone else. They just used his characters so that he was listed. As a, uh, they had different directors. They had different directors. Hold on. No, you're they had right. He did. They yeah. did have different writers. Okay. Did, oh, did, about did they use any characters over again? The, uh, the leprechaun. The leprechaun. I don't remember oh, any of those. Always it's played by Warwick one. Davis. Um, I do want to bring up a couple of his other writing credits because they tie into uh, our show. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, at okay. least one. Um, he wrote for a little show called Wild West Cowboys of Mumesa. Three episodes. Oh, hey. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> God damn it. One of the shows that uh, I reference way more than anyone ever should. <laughs> But he also wrote for the Mega Man TV series. You mean a fighting Super robot? Boy. Fuck Mega yeah! That Man. Mega Man show. That show was the shit. That show was the shit. Did I tell you that? Uh, James Bond Jr. Junior. Sorry. Yeah. Alf. Oh. Um, the A Team. Hold on. Wait. You didn't I mean, like he, Alf, he, Justin? I don't like Alf. Oh, we're gonna okay. have, we're gonna have to cover that at some point. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but, I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to tie it back to Cowboys the, of Mumesa. But going mm-hmm. back to this movie, um, oh, yeah. the uh, again, I'll, a comment I'll go back to, and, and I think I kind of I w- want to talk about this with you guys. I want to hear your thoughts. I really did think that because I remember renting this video on VHS, literally VHS, mm-hmm. back. And I could be wrong. Ninety three, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I, I my memory is that way. I could be wrong. But I remember renting the film. I remember watching it with my cousin Evan, us laughing till we were teary eyed because it was so stupid. 
Um, we really liked it when we were younger. Well, did and, this story involve any marijuana? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Uh, we were pretty straight-laced. Uh, I was like, yeah, if you were smoking weed, I was I 10. Say, hold on, hold show. on. Full stop, Jay. I was 10. I was born in I don't know what kind of rough and tumble shit you were up to. But I, I, when I came back and watched it again, I thought, okay, I'm going to have a little nostalgia here. I'm going to like the film. I'm going to have, I'm probably going to have pretty nice things to say about it. No, I I'm so glad you guys hated don't like this. it because I was wait, super wait, wait. upset with it. I haven't said my piece on it yet. Um, I kind of felt the opposite because I came to this. I remembered watching it a long, long time ago, probably a couple of years after it came out. I rented it on VHS and years later, a friend of mine and I, uh, we rented the, the five movies that were out at the time. One, two, three, uh, four in space, and then Leprechaun in the Hood. And I remember we had like a marathon one night. And I I remember them as being entertaining, like you said. And I thought I was going to come back to it and it was going to be crap, which it kind of is. But I was also pretty entertained by it. And I don't know if it's nostalgia for seeing it before or just the fact that it is so so bad (laughs) um i i don't know i kind of enjoyed it i wouldn't say it's a good movie and i probably wouldn't recommend that people watch it necessarily but um yeah i enjoyed the first one maybe the first one because if you haven't seen this franchise at all like if you if you know of it tangentially i would say people should at least watch the first film i mean that way they can say they've seen it i mean like or not like or not, I, well, I see, think it should be seen. I remember I liking the Hood second Sp- one a lot too. I think Hood and Space are the ones you should watch because those are the ones where it gets off the rails. Space <laughs> is freaking crazy. Yeah, That's once, when he, once yeah. you go to space, it's over for you. Like Jason yeah. X is, is the same thing. Like, why is he in space? And they had to go through so many hoops to get him there. I would love and to even see what the hoops are to get a leprechaun in a fucking space. In Leprechaun in Space, isn't there a scene where uh, there's an alien race and they're uh, sort of death cry is to show you their breasts. Isn't that actually a plot point? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I remember that. Oh, that's I, one of the few things. God, you're gonna make me go watch that movie now. <laughs> you should have watched no. in space. Well, you own them, Gil. You said you I do. Them. I have the set, and I gotta go watch yeah. it. <laughs> Here's the problem: is that like we should have watched one of the crazier ones because that's the problem with it. If only had just True. been crazier, it would have been more bearable. Like. I was falling asleep because nothing was happening. Like it was like yeah, you, it was pretty boring. Run around and the thing is, they bit. they reshot a, a lot of the a couple of the death and, and injury scenes to add gore. Like they were well, trying yeah, to get to a and better the gore audience. Wasn't that great? I it think. wasn't. It, it was all looked the same. No matter what happened to them, they looked the same. Just the gore is the same thing blood. over and over. It's like cut to like a really close up shot of a prosthetic when we put blood all over it. Right. And then one of the things that made me so mad was he's like concerned about getting his damn gold back. And he spends like a good twelve minutes of this movie fucking with that cop in the woods. The cop who, <laughs> by right. all accounts, run the fuck away at that point. He could have yeah. just left him there to you well, know. Well, and that's the other off. thing is, is like again, motivation. That's what I'm trying to understand. Like, if it was a known quantity that the leprechaun, whether it's in mythology itself or explained by the movie, that he was like a super mischief maker. He he enjoyed uh, killing random people. Like anyone he came across, he was going to try to kill anyway. That kind of thing. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. But like, he got his gold. Yeah. They they established his shoemaker thing pretty hard too. Yeah, that was a lot more prevalent in the plot than I remembered. <laughs> yeah, that was. Weird. I mean, well, he, like, he wanted the last piece of gold back, and it was the only reason why he kept sticking around. And I was kind of hoping he'd go tear it out of that dude's stomach, but that didn't happen. <laughs> that would have rocked. Yeah, 
I kind of remember that happen. Like when he swallowed one. the coin, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember." They, I he, think it happened. In his, another no, movie. The, the, oh, okay, maybe the, that's the it. second one. He made an entire pot of gold appear inside a dude, and it ripped oh, out of okay. him. Maybe that's what I'm remembering. Yeah, it was oh, pretty gross. Way better dude. than what happened here. <laughs> and am I mistaken, or did he shine the suede shoes of the coin? Yes, that made me yeah. so mad. Oh my! He's like, I "Oh, your shoes hilarious. are dirty." I was like, "Oh, they're suede, dude. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't shine fucking furry suede. What are you doing?" <laughs> the leprechaun. I'm a shoemaker. I don't understand what suede is. Though, I'm 600 years old. <laughs> well, that- I loved going going back to the cop scene. There was one point that I liked where the you know the leprechauns all around him. And I will say, I watched this on some stereo speakers that i have and they had some good like stereo effects going on really and there's one point yeah yeah oh, uh, there's the, the voice is like swirling around you um but there was one point where the cop just is freaking out and he just throws his, throws his baton off tree, into the wood like like eight feet in the air i'm like what the hell are you doing like wait wait <laughs> what? wait no hold on i have a continuity issue then hold oh. on hold on he chucks that in the woods the leprechaun mm-hmm. puts the cop back in the car right did he mm-hmm. go get the nightstick too? Because remember, Jennifer Aniston breaks that motherfucker off in his eye. Well, it's it, it's also possible the cop had a second nightstick in the car or something like something of that nature. I, I'm from but, a cop family. I cannot in any way, shape, or form remember <laughs> any time I heard of anyone ever having a backup nightstick. Well, how many people do you know that dealt with leprechauns? Though? Oh, none. There we go. Okay. <laughs> That that even like, I forgot about that. But maybe he did go get it because like evidence trail. I don't know. Like he had to move the whole body. It looked like because <laughs> he gets back to that car very quickly to make the call on the radio that it's that he's going out there. Sure. Which number one, when you make a call on the cop's radio, only that cop hears it, don't they? Mm, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's it's if you're calling out the well, he was it was on the. Um, it was wideband. There was the whole thing. But what are the chances that the the, the leprechaun would be in the would be in the car to hear the cops' radio call come through and then answer it immediately well, to tell him he's on the way out there? If we're talking about consistency of his powers, this is also later in the movie where he literally rips the door off of the car and then well, like he, said he has his magic back. But yeah, is but his magic making omnipotent? That's what I'm saying. Then but, he doesn't because like at the beginning of the movie he couldn't close the door and keep it closed. But then at the same time, he can't, like, he doesn't use half of the magic. Like, he, And his friggin' hand popped off when they slammed it in the door. Exactly. Well, yeah. is, he, yeah. is, he, is he omnipotent when he has his magic? Because, like, that would require him to know the radio in the car was going off and he then teleport to back been. to answer he it. He had exactly. to Exactly. And then, well, like, other things, like, other powers that seem to have, like, some wait, kind of ventriloquism power. He didn't have all of his gold at that point in the movie. She yeah. didn't no, give no. his gold till later. He, he, he tells you that his magic was gone because he hadn't eaten and he'd been trapped for so long. So as he gets his as he gets his wits back and he's out of the box longer and eating and stuff, he says he gets his magic back. Oh, okay. I thought he said it. I thought it was the gold. gold. I did too, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't remember. I thought he said oh, he was well. tired or some shit. <laughs> well, or not is. tired, but like, you know, dehydrated and hungry. I don't know. He's just <laughs> he's eating people's fingers and fucking other random bits of shit he finds. <laughs> An old like, box of Lucky weird. Charms in an abandoned home. Like, what? Yeah. I, I like your description of Calvin Ball. I think that's an apt description. Because they, it seems like whatever they wanted to do. But what can we film Calvin today? Ball enough. 
it's not Calvin Ball enough. Like it could get zany and out there, but it's not that far. It's just they, like, they save that for the sequels. I was about to say, I, I think they like this, did that in the ones that followed up because they made again they made eight million dollars on this. This is I like mean, this Jesus. is like mediocre shittiness. Like it's just like Nymphoid Barbarian again. Like oh, a movie where it had potential to be really bad and like crazy and stupid, and it just kind of comes out like they hired a bunch of fucking you know mall people to act stuff out. Well, I, I will say I would much rather watch Leprechaun twice more oh, than yeah. watch. Then Nymphoid Barbarian. Nymphoid yeah, Barbarian is so hard to see because it's like it's like blurry. <laughs> like, it's well, it's, like, it's yeah. shot on shitty. So and it, I think I want to say it's like only three years older than this movie at most, and it feels like it was <laughs> shot in the seventies. Well, since you're talking about the 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 time period, when I fired this movie up, I didn't look at when it was released. I was assuming this was like 86, 87. No, oh, no. still not that old. Yeah, I was like holy no, it, crap, it it's ninety three though. It the same feel, year as Jurassic Park. It doesn't yeah, feel that right. way. It, like, in all honesty, one of the did. one of the things about this movie that's surprising is how clear it looks and how well it's shot in terms of like you can see yeah. what you're looking at. The cameras are steady because old movies like from the 80s and earlier they don't use their tripods for shit. Like you watch <laughs> movies, people are like clearly like walking, holding the camera like on the strap with one hand. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Stabilize your camera. Like this is hurting my head. Well, like, well, one reason I said that was because. When I, the movie started up, I, I was kind of reminded of Critters. There seemed like a lot of similar. Me too. I felt the things. same way. There was yeah. a, a family coming in. To, you know, there was a ranch home and mm-hmm. it was these kind of guys. And like there was the, a scrappy kid. Yes. And except them, for in Critters' case, it's not like someone took a big shit in your lap and made you watch it. <laughs> I didn't say it was as good as well, Critters. But there are some but elements. Had a lot of elements. Yeah, there are and some they elements the that are very. Like they did in ex- exactly. I got the same yeah. feeling from this movie that it was. Very much a um, a uh, borrowed. Yeah, it, it was very. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> well, my brain went sideways. Uh, it, it, that it was very similar in pattern because it was. Well, let's creep outside. Let's try to set up some tension. Let's do mm-hmm. some angled well, shots at the attacking monsters the level. Is, attacking the cops. Is, well, first of all, that monster level shot shit. Like, let's not even give credit credits for that. That is a thing that happens constantly well but that's i've been seeing that since fucking creeping terror which is a 1953 movie right but like it's the reason why they do it is because it's an easy way to use a monster moving and not have to show the effect Mm -hmm. and it also has a creepy sort of feel to it but the attacking the cops thing is also an attempt for them to try to like get rid of the question of why don't they just call the cops because they do try to call the cops and like that's one thing that a lot of movies just kind of skip over people just decide they're not going to call the police and they're going to handle this problem you know in right. house and mm-hmm. at least they they had enough wherewithal to think that through in this movie and didn't just have them like run around that farmhouse in circles while no one called the police well, they used the shit out of that farmhouse. I'm going to tell you right now. They, they, every scene, and, and like, I didn't understand how they didn't comprehend that the shotgun wasn't working. Because they shot the son of a bitch point blank. <laughs> he goes down. He unloads six more shells into the thing, or five more. Mm-hmm. Does Okay, fine. He comes back in. They shoot him again. He goes around the corner from the thing. And then they're, they're all huddled behind the shotgun while they're mm-hmm. hunting around the house for it. What? Yeah. That did, uh, they, they well, were the, very thick, which was something the opposite of. I don't uh, think they were trying first. to to kill him with it. Well, I don't at know. first they were, but I think they were yeah. trying to just knock him away because it's clear the bullets did something. Like he he bleeds green blood one time when he gets shot. Never again. Like there's a big splash of green blood at one point. 
mm-hmm. and it was also Outside. unclear where he was getting shot at. No, before that, he gets shot the oh. first time, and there's a splash of green blood, and then he gets shot again later, and you see him laying on the ground, and there's blood on his I head. I want to say he had red blood at the door when his hand got taken. He does. His blood's red yeah. inside the hand. And then he, he, then he was green shot. and yucko when he was getting all uh, melty at the very end of the movie. And then he also gets shot again, and it looks like it's a shot to the chest. But then there's no um, bullet holes in his clothes. Well, there's no, no powder burn. The problem. The, he's bleeding from the head as if the shot hit him in the head. And it's also clear that people don't know how, how shotguns work. You don't just, like, unless it's full of slugs, you don't just get a single hit it's like a whole body exactly thing. yeah it's and so shot. yeah and then the guns never reloaded like after the guns initially <laughs> picked up and cocked, it's a movie it gun. just turns into it's a gun a from a fucking gun. old asian movie where it they just is. fire constantly that's actually an enchanted <laughs> shotgun that's a it's a <laughs> never runs out of bullets need some you need some uh some magic to overcome damage resistance don't need there any more go. bullets you just have to grab the trigger and pull it are there upper cons in D&D? Probably. There are now. Well, there probably in 3.5, but there's like six fucking monster man. It was <laughs> oh, it's a house lamp that has eyes on it, and it's fucking gotten damage resistance for some reason. It'd be some sort of gnome. It could be some sort of gnome, right? Oh, it would totally like nuts. It would probably be. It would probably be Fey. Um, probably be yeah, something. If it was in fourth, edi- if it was in fourth edition, it'd probably be associated with the Fey Wild. Yeah, we're nerds, guys. Deal with it. Um, if it was fourth edition, it would also be drawn like super sinister and evil because they couldn't just <laughs> yeah. draw a regular thing. Everything was fucking. Like, why evil. is the dryad? have giant titties and like claws it's a tree person not a monster <laughs> because the person drawing all the art for the fourth edition books was a closet monster themselves they also worked at a fucking hot topic and, and <laughs> before Christmas all the time everything's Tim Burton uh, um, I want a Tim Burton fucking edition where everything's just Tim Burtonized oh it, Leprechaun <laughs> A no, Timber I'm not talking fucking D and D. I don't want yeah. to, I don't want anybody to touch Leprechaun again. Leave that shit alone. It's Actually, like I, I'll, I'll take. I'll accept one more Leprechaun thing under no. two conditions. Michael two different Fassbender conditions. has to be the no, one. No, no, no. Yes, that's nothing to do with that. I'm in. Like if they had Tarantino do like the Leprechaun Leprechaun movie, I'd oh, watch shit. that because oh, I, I feel like he that. could fix it in a way that would be like, okay, this is like fucking crazy and fun well, again. They did. And, they did six films with uh, Warwick Davis. And then they did a remake with the mm. guy who plays Hornswoggle on re- on uh, WWE wrestling uh, called Leprechaun wow. Origins that tr- uh, resets the clock. It's a it's a reboot or a remake yeah. wow. uh, where they set him back to being a feral creature and not the same wisecracking, uh, goofy uh, Leprechaun we've seen in all the other films. Um, my, other con- my, my other condition for my Leprechaun movies is that the Leprechauns play like the same guy who plays a Leprechaun in uh, American Gods. So the full grown tall like Irish human but it still would be funny (laughs) (laughs) well they did uh, so they made Leprechaun the first one in 93 94 had Leprechaun 2 95 had Leprechaun 3 97 had Leprechaun 4 jeez it was back to back wall to wall Leprechaun that is insane Leprechaun the Call of Duty of horror movies in the hood was 2000 three years later so there was a three-year well, span, but the, I mean, the, the three-year span was to get to, was to get the perfect idea together and make. Like, <laughs> oh, you mean film. the three years that followed Leprechaun in the Hood with Leprechaun Back to the Hood in two thousand three? See, I uh, never saw that one. See, uh, that I'm not sure about how that went. Like that. that uh, we cannot. So just to be clear, Justin, you you like Leprechaun in the Hood, right? I mean, a- I remember as opposed to liking this first it, one. but I I think I only ever saw it on like fucking. 
TV, so it was probably like really, <laughs> you, really bad. You had to have been baked out of your mind or something, dude. Because me, come, uh, I was, I was a child, and also I don't, I don't smoke weed, so I, I've yeah. never been baked out of my mind. There you go. Um, so yeah, I just uh, like when you're a kid, you like stupid shit. Like that's that's honestly, guys. Like, we I don't know why we can't make shocked. the we can't make the first six episodes of this be just Leprechaun films. We have to. Or no, no we? one's saying that. Uh, no one's watching. No. no one's watching any more of these. <laughs> no. no one's watching any more of these movies. Like anytime soon. This is just like the trauma thing where we all got excited about trauma and then we watched one trauma. And we were like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I know we're not going down that deep dark hole. Oh, I don't know what it is, but home. I could watch these Leprechaun movies. I'm actually interested <laughs> to rewatch the sequels because like, I remember liking a couple of the sequels better than. The so what's going to happen? They is might gonna actually pick, get gonna... better because they have more money. So, oh man, yeah, true. Did they make we'll any the money? Yeah. Been. What was the budget on these films? I remember really liking two. I think that one took place in Las Vegas, right? <sighs> it sounds accurate, like like a not like a Las Vegas, a, a New because York. Because every time there's a Vegas okay. episode of some shit. Like, the second the sequel had a two million dollar budget and oh, it so they made doubled their budget two million two hundred thousand. So Ooh. it barely Ooh. squeaked by. Then what made Ooh. them make a three? Hold on, hold on, hold I on. I have no idea. Um, it was three. The budget was one point two million. Fuck you, money, it made two point five. Money laundering. Some kind of tax <laughs> oh, well, credit they yeah. were getting. It had, it had to have been. What did the fourth one make? Fuck you, three million dollars? Are you kidding? It made three million. I bet you in Hood did the best. I bet no, you that was it its did. budget. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was about to get so mad. What did what, what did in the Hood do? I bet you it did the best out of that group because well, it's the most eye catching. I think in Space started the directed video side. Uh, oh, that sucks. That was horrible. Fifth installment released straight to video in two thousand, and it doesn't have a money marker on it. Yeah, it's hard to find money markers for a lot of movies. Like, fucking The Room didn't have a money marker for years because no one could figure out how much money he spent on it because it was all him. <laughs> yeah. um, if, if, if a studio doesn't tell you what they spent, you won't know. Like, there was a while where Batman v Superman doesn't have, have Actually, it still doesn't have one. They know how much they spent on the movie itself, but not on the advertising because they say that it probably cost them over a billion dollars to advertise and make the movie. Damn. Yeah. Wow. But, um, like... Yeah, we can't do this again. Like we can't. <laughs> it's like I, I guys, not guys, I can't. <laughs> I kind of hope people were were kind of waiting for this, but at the same time, I hope USOBs understand the amount of pain we just went through for this movie. Oh, it's, it's not. See, fun. I enjoyed it. it. It's not. Fun. I enjoyed it's, it. It's, it's sort it's, of. Oh no, hey. and Levi, Levi, that's perfectly fine for you to like it, man. Yeah. I, 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 I again, know. I came in hoping to like it and <laughs> oh man well we uh i i don't know how much more we're going to be able to chew on this one um uh, let me go through my notes like seriously <laughs> well we could say something about the period clothing that we saw specifically oh man the, the it's not even really worth mentioning because honestly i feel like they they didn't do it no, that the bad. pump sneakers man well those what? pump sneakers those pump sneakers were dope and the kid was dressed like ness Guys, 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 the kid, run bad. The kid was <laughs> PK Fire, like somebody PK Fire. Come on, he oh was t- that kid PK was fucking Pulse mess. Is where it's at. That shit fucks your world up. And here's the and thing: she she had on L.A. Gear tennis shoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. She that's had her. What was that jacket? Was that a bomb? Was that a bomber jacket? Was oh, that a- that's the one thing I remember writing down about fashion choices. Her watch is a yin yang that's red and yellow. I don't know why. No, it isn't. No, yes, it, it is. isn't. No. It is. In the diner scene, you can see it. Oh, that's so wow. cool. 
I feel like it wasn't like a prop that she just wore out to fucking set. Probably. Oh my god. I mean, it could have all been her own clothes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody's clothes were their own was, clothes. That and was weird though. Did no you one made had... money to buy clothes after this either. <clears throat> yeah, and she had like uh, I think it was denim shorts with like this fish pattern shorts underneath it. Yeah. It really weird. And then I was wait, like, wait, I was, I'm I was looking like, at the why? costume now. She had a, a like a like a dice on a five on the front of these things. Well, I was like, why, like. Like, why is Tori so adamant about saying this thing's on a leprechaun when it's short Irish and yelling about gold and dressed like a fucking pilgrim? Because, like, that that was his, like, style of dress. He was, like, a pilgrim that had, like, those buckled shoes, which he mentions to buckle, like, four times. And he had, like, these red and white candy cane socks. Like, I don't know if they were just bought a Christmas elf costume or what they were doing. Well, I mean, I don't understand why they kept calling him the little green bastard. Because even even with him having the green really the green, green jacket and the green hat, okay, but like that, it, it, it was predominantly like this burnt orange. Color. Oh, even better! Like there's a part where he gets like knocked through a fence. He makes a leprechaun shaped hole. Like whose idea was that? It's not <laughs> no. See, that's when I started giving the movie a pass because I'm like, this is obviously supposed to be a cartoon. But here's so the thing: is that like it's 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 not even in tone. Fine. It's and like it's not even in tone, and it's not even pretty enough to look at to make you kind of forgive it. Like. I, mean, I know me well, and Gil just finished ragging on Justice League to you, but at least in Justice League's case, there's some parts that look pretty, and you can kind of forgive the movie for that. But, like, the tone's uneven in that. And this movie's a shorter film by 30 minutes, and it can't keep its tone <laughs> straight for, like, 15 seconds sometimes. Well, we all know from the Gremlins 2 podcast how much I love, how much love <laughs> I have for live-action creature films that try to be cartoons. So maybe I just have a blind spot. Gremlins is not really a movie because the movie Oh, here we go. He's bringing I, it back, y'all. Like, like Gremlins is like an avant-garde, like, I don't even know, like a variety show. Gremlins, what I would call Gremlins it. here's the thing. Gremlins yep. was entertaining. This did not have Gremlins that Gremlins was more balance. entertaining than this, for sure. Like, I didn't like Gremlins, but at least but I didn't I, fall I just asleep. Don't, I just don't find that, like, when you talk about tone, Justin, I don't find that this movie had the right mix of one direction or the other to warrant it yeah. being either sinister, because they really tried for some real tension and some real sinister parts to it um but then you come through with these just comedic elements and they 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 don't mix the way they did them they 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 can mix if you do it right but yeah they also they they wanted to be sinister they played this stupid fucking music in the background all the time this might be our shortest <laughs> podcast ever because we're just running out of shit to talk about like well like we're well, something i kind of kind of alluded so to at the, very, at the very beginning I'll, I'll bring up now though is is did you guys feel like when was the last time you watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street film? Never seen it. Levi? I don't know. It's been a little while, but... Okay, well, yeah. I'll put this to the listeners then. Watch parts of this movie and tell me they didn't ape some things from Nightmare on, or Nightmare on sure Elm Street. I'm sure they did. With, the, with casting him I'm in sure. shadow, having that outline, his, his outline with the hat, the little hand coming out of the phone like Kruger did when he actually the tongue. Through oh, the that thing. fucking baby right. doll hand, that yeah, that, was that fucking grown back Deadpool creepy. hand they had on the phone. <laughs> there's um, there's also there's a part where he's firing the the uh, shotgun into the bushes after him, and he. He doesn't know if he's there anymore, and he clearly like oh just unloads five he just shots, unloads like five shots. I was like, yeah, just keep firing into a giant bush, you know, blind. <laughs> I was and waiting for him to just dry fire that shotgun a couple times. 
Of course he didn't. Oh, the gun, shit. Look at when, 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 when one of the, the, the funny parts where, quote unquote funny, where uh, the leprechaun's going the back jokes. and forth, back and forth, back and forth in the hallway, and he's just shooting at him like in a shooting gallery, like he's going to hit him. I mean, he could have hit him if he got closer. Uh, like, he stands at the end of the hallway and just kind of fires down there. And Or when he's on the floor, just walk up to him and blow his brains out yeah like he's like i think he's dead well then you know what if you yeah if i was waiting for him to gun, just shoot him again face but then again it doesn't follow yeah. movie logic so mm. it does follow movie logic because it's logic you just shoot him again like it's like zombie logic <laughs> Double well, tap. yeah so i i i think we've tapped the well or i should say uh uh, <laughs> uh run as much of the gold as we can and uh there's a well I, in this movie too there is a well in this movie. That's our Goonies connection. There's a well in Goonies. There you go. That doesn't make any sense. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to put the final nail in the coffin on that one, guys. Let's uh, transition to final thoughts. Um, Levi, go ahead and give, give us yours so that Justin and I can round it out with just yelling about this movie. <laughs> okay. Well, as I said earlier, I was surprised that I was kind of entertained by this movie, and I really don't know why, because uh, the arguments that Gil and Justin have for this being a horrible movie are pretty valid, but I still had fun with it. And um, yeah, it <laughs> it's just a weird movie with, as you said, shifting tones of really creepiness to slapstick comedy almost. And there's things that don't land both physically and in the course of the story, like the the pogoing on the guy's chest. It just looks weird. But for some reason, I, I thought it was funny. So, yeah, this movie's a great comedy, but a terrific failure as a horror movie. Well said. Well said. I like that. <laughs> All right, Justin, what have you got? Final thoughts. Uh, it's a piece of shit. If you like a <laughs> terrible sped up fucking, you know, like scenes of midgets riding tricycles. If you like terrible gore or close-ups on fucking prosthetics covered in blood, or if you just want to look at Jennifer Aniston from the nineties before friends, that's probably your only really like valid reason to watch this. Cause she's the only person carrying any kind of weight in this. I don't know how Warwick Davis went from doing star Wars to this piece of shit, but um, yeah, that's about all I can say about this. Would, okay, so I think Levi is is happy to say that he's actually seen the movie. Would would you say that like even with your uh, reservations, we'll call them, being nice about it, that you it was worth having seen it to say you've seen it or no? Would you've been happier not seeing it? Uh, I'd be happier not seeing it just because I wasted an hour and a half. I could have been playing this on the floor. But I mean, if we had been, if we had watched another movie, I'd be happier with that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not really worth watching. I don't think it's worth watching to even see the series. Like, if you want to see something like about this and you're curious, just go on YouTube and look up like a highlight reel or something. Like, you'll get the whole movie out. Yeah, of that. that's because a good between recommendation. Between the highlights, there's pretty much just like a lot of walking around, people driving mm-hmm. nails in the boxes, people trying to work cars or running through the woods or just other things that Mm -hmm. don't really seem exciting anymore. Amount to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And since you mentioned vehicles, I had one more thing, Gil. Oh, sure. To tie back to our first episode of this. Oh. The first movie that we reviewed. Do you remember our first movie? I don't. I don't remember the first movie. I don't. I really don't. I really don't. It's been too long. It was, uh, what was it? uh, This Planet Earth? Oh, This Island Earth? 
This Island Earth, yeah, yeah. We had something there that that trended through a couple of our movies that I actually found in this movie. Oh, and that's the presence of red, blue, and green light. Ah, okay. And when the when the rainbow hits the old truck, there's really thick bands of red, blue, and green light. Oh. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That is kind of cool. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Maybe we need to. Uh... Maybe we need to do a, uh, <clears throat> a callback episode where we get to watch that with Justin. That way he can uh, give his commentary on some of those films. Uh, that would um, be cool. But shifting gears to to, to uh, my final thoughts on this, I again, I, I, I came in thinking I was really going to have a, a, a fun, nostalgic time. Um, I won't say that I, I regret having seen it because I, I have a, a fresh vision on the film. Um, I, but I, I got to say, though, like Levi... I kind of want to go pop the other DVDs in and see if any of those have the redeeming <laughs> qualities I thought I was going to have. Maybe with the second one, them leaning into the slapstick. Maybe that's where my, my nostalgia lives. So I'm going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, it, truly, anyone who hasn't seen this film, go ahead and watch it. Watch or watch the watch the clips. Watch the clips on YouTube for sure. I'll re-echo that part because it, it's it's worth doing it just so you can say when someone says, "Man, did you ever see that Leprechaun film in the '90s?" You can say, "Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about." Um, <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, uh, guys, any projects you're working on right now? Anything you guys want to pimp at the bottom of the show? Go for it, Justin. Um, I have another podcast with uh, my friend Laura where we talk about movies too, but we're a little bit more, I don't want to say serious. It's just we talk about movies that aren't <laughs> aren't really bad. They're movies that she picks and that, that I haven't seen before. And it's three episodes out as of Wednesday. Um, Heather's. Um, and it's called? Newsies and uh, Pan's Labyrinth. And the podcast is called Last Chance Theater. Uh, it's really fun. Um so check that out, and I've got a Twitter account at CTK86 and a Instagram account at Lens with Justin. Uh, that's about all I can promote right now. Uh, Levi? Um, as always, I have my YouTube channel, which is Garage Movie Reviews, where I review movies that are in my own collection. I go a little bit into the history of films, of the films that I talk about, and give kind of a historical context and some little factoids you might like. And you can also catch me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Garage Movie Guy. And there's also a new app that came out a few months ago called Stardust. And it allows people to give little short uh, 30 second or less reviews of TV shows or movies that you're watching. And I'm trying to review every movie that I watched this year on that app. So download the Stardust app. It's free. And look for me, Garage Movie Guy. And hopefully I can see some of your reviews on there. Nice. Nice. And it's, I got to say, having, having experienced both of the content that Levi and Justin are making, guys, I have to, I have to echo. It, it's great. Go check it out. They're making some great product out there. Um, for me, uh, you can actually catch me. I, I'm actually going to plug my Twitter handle because I'm actually starting to use it a little bit more. Uh, at Gil Newman 3. That's capital G-I-L-L-N-E-W-M-A-N 3. Um, keep an eye there. I'm going to be posting not only things related to From the Bone Vault, but for Midnight Layer, our 
parent, or I should say our, our flagship product from our parent company, Pumpkin Bomb Productions. Uh, you're going to see some hot popping new things in 2018, guys, so keep your eyes peeled uh, for great things from not only from the Bone Vault, also Midnight Layer. There's some really cool things coming along the pipe. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at fromthebonevault at gmail.com. Um, with any questions, movie suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Um, big shout out to a uh, friend of the show who has been uh, commenting like a crazy person on yeah. every single time. <laughs> every <laughs> single time. Liam has been on it, giving thank us you, shout Liam. outs and, and engaging. So, Liam, heartfelt thank you from us because we enjoy Someone's the conversation. Someone's listening to us. Yes, I don't, yes. Know, I don't know if you guys realize this, but I actually know William. So, like, I he used to work with PJ, so that's how he found out about us. Like, yeah. PJ said he was going to be on the show, and then he went to listen to our show and was like, oh, I like this show, and, like, Went through our back catalog, listening to everything and watching the movies at the same time and everything like that. Oh man, he like, is on we're it. Sorry for he some of pays those, more attention way. to these movies than we do. Honestly, <laughs> oh man, he needs to come on the show because his notes. I was like, geez. There's, like, parts, missed- there's parts of these movies where I've like just checked out for a few minutes and just been like, I'm gonna look at this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, huge, huge round of applause for Liam, man. Thank you for engaging. We appreciate yeah, it. And uh, yeah, thanks, hit us up, man. man. If you want to be on the show, we'd love to have you. And you can catch us at uh, Bone Vault on Twitter. I don't know if you mentioned. Oh that. yes, yes, Bone bon, uh, uh, Bone Vault on Twitter. Uh, tweet at us. Uh, send us send us thing. Send us is it, give us corrections if we said something wrong, guys. We yeah. we will we will take it under advisement and probably argue with you. Let's do it. Let's have a conversation. We'll probably uh, not see it. it and just it will never get mentioned. <laughs> yeah, does anyone check the Twitter? I, I do actually do. I, I check our Twitter. I sometimes okay, retweet things that you guys have tweeted from that Twitter, but I don't I don't check the Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, I actually take a look at it. So uh, with all that said and done, guys, uh, thanks again. We'll uh, stay scary. And uh, <laughs> as always, I'm Gil. And I'm Levi. And I'm Justin. Stay scary and good night, everybody. Good night. I know what it feels like when a man caresses my leg. Awkward look. <laughs> and stop. Was there a cat in the background just then?